Your challenge, if you choose to accept it, is this. Let's go, let's go! Show up on day one, work out with us for 30 minutes, feel good right away. Yo! Repeat five days a week for three weeks. Three weeks? Five workouts a week. We're body, and we call that a body block. You pick the block, and you're going to love the experience. On week four, this part is really important. Take the week off. Seriously, we mean it. Rest, go on vacation, or try something new. Maybe some yoga. Notice you're not holding on to any tension here. Or a dance class. Get sexy with it, daddy. You do you. And then start again. Be committed to this process. Choose a new body block each month. Get a new challenge each month. Have fun every day. Avoid burnout. You're not going to quit on yourself today. This is how you reach your goals. You in? There is nothing that we can't do if we work together. Sign up for your first body block today. Visit body.com for a free trial. That's B-O-D-I Are you ready to get started? Did your friend offer you a pick-me-up pill? If you take medication that didn't come from a pharmacy, it's important to test it for fentanyl. Fentanyl can be hiding anywhere. Pick up a test strip at your local pharmacy today and protect yourself from hidden fentanyl. Warning! Wake up, sleepers. Wake up, woke generation. This is a fact check. Everything you're about to hear are facts, truths, and no deceptions. Everything you know, everything that you've been taught, will be swept away. This is what they don't want you to know. Welcome, my friends, to this very special edition of What They Don't Want You to Know. And here with my New Year's voice that I'm sporting for you, I give you the predictions, the um, signs that are easily read around us, the atmosphere that's created around us so that we can have privy to see and to interpret the signs. Now, as the scripture says, no man knows when the end comes exactly, but we can certainly tell the times and the seasons, and we can see what's around us. So, with this very special episode that I bring to you, very special episode, probably one of the most important episodes that I bring to you, I tell you that there is still time to prepare. There is still time, but there's not a lot of time. And this is what they don't want you to know. They don't want you to be prepared. They don't want you to know what's coming. They, meaning the society of man that is cloaked in shadow and deeply entrenched with the adversary, deeply, I I don't want to say blessed by him, but given by him powers and authority over this earth. Remember, he uses these people as pawns. And that's how the adversary works. He uses you and he spits you out. And then you have nothing left but the misery and woe that you've caused everyone around you. So this episode is about preparing, preparing for a world that they are bringing upon us. Because it's too late to remedy the situation. It's too late to think that we can go back. And some people are desperate at this moment. 
thinking, well, it's too late. Remember, the time of the Lord is not the time of men. And oftentimes, friends of mine, family of mine, people I know, people I listen to will say they had a dream or a vision or maybe you had a dream or a vision of what things are coming. And you think, well, there's no time left. I just had this dream. I know this dream comes of God because it felt good. I confirmed it to be of God. And so you are at a moment's worth where you don't know what to do because the end of the world is nigh the end of the world is here. But let me tell you, the thing about these dreams is that, once again, the time of God is not the time of men. So even though it may appear that the end is here, the end is not yet, but like the scriptures say, by and by. And so we have time. How much time do we have to prepare? Not a lot. And yeah, if you say a year, if you say two years or more, you might think that's a lot of time, but just think about how fast time is going now. Time has sped up and we really don't have a lot of time. A year is like a month now or less, two weeks, three weeks is a year because time is going by so fast. Look at now, we're at 2023. When this hits the airways, it'll be 2023. And you are thinking about 2022, where they go. We're all thinking the same thing. It went too fast. So if you think about it, the time the Lord has allotted us to prepare is very small. There is no time. You're right. But it's not tomorrow. So this podcast is all about there is still time to prepare. That's the name of the podcast. And so, this is what my message is today. We are at a time, critical in time. And how do you know that the time is not at hand, that the end of the world is in 2023? When I say the end of the world, I'm talking about the beginning of the tribulations, which we've already encountered. We've encountered about two or three years of the beginning of the tribulations, and the tribulations drag out, my friends. They drag out for decades. So how do you know that the next tribulation is dragged out, or rather that it's not here upon us? Because the next tribulation has to be famine. That's the order of things. There's going to be a persecution of the saints that's physical, and there's going to be a massive starvation. So how do we know Well, we look at the signs, we look at the seasons, and trust me, we are able to see by a combination of scriptures, modern-day prophecy, personal revelation, etc., that we still have at least a little while. What I mean by a little while, my friends, is it's not within a year. That you can take to the bank. So, we have this time, a year, two years, to prepare, maybe three years, so that we can be ready for the beginning of the end or the beginning of big sorrows, starvation. How do we prepare? Well, I happen to be one person that 
and stepped on the other side. Don't take chances. If a drug didn't come from a pharmacy directly to you, you can test for fentanyl by using a simple strip you can pick up at your local pharmacy. Don't take it until you test it, because fentanyl can be hiding anywhere. Did your friend offer you a pick-me-up pill? If you take medication that didn't come from a pharmacy, it's important to test it for fentanyl. Fentanyl can be hiding anywhere. Pick up a test strip at your local pharmacy today and protect yourself from hidden fentanyl. At Kroger, we want our fresh produce to meet your expectations, which is why we're dedicated to doing up to a 27-point inspection on our fruits and veggies, checking for things like scarring. In fact, only the best produce like zesty oranges and crisp carrots reach our shelves. Because when it comes to fresh, our higher standards mean fresher produce. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Save big on your favorites with the buy five or more, save a dollar each sale. Simply buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with your card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Like I said in many of my presentations when I went to speak in front of large crowds to prepare, I had told them, imagine if you could step into the end of the world. Imagine if you could step one foot and see what's happening so that you could take notes and come back and see what you're missing. Well, that's exactly what happened to me in the island of Puerto Rico. I lived there with my family and Hurricane Maria came through. And if you can understand what a hurricane category five is, it literally is the end of the world. And especially on an island, because if it was on the mainland, at least you could drive somewhere, go in a certain direction north and get out of there. But you couldn't here. This was an island. So once the hurricane came through, the devastation had happened. It was like an atomic bomb had exploded and everything and anything that was civilization was over and it was over for at least a year now i was able to get out of there with my family escape after a few weeks and you can hear all about this escape and the details of it in my other podcast my special podcast that i call escape from hurricane maria there's about eight or nine episodes of it and you can listen to the details of how we escaped from the end of the world. But the reality is that the end of the world was in front of my face. There were no telephone services, no food services. You did not have electricity, running water. If there was any, anywhere was contaminated, filthy, bacterial. So it was a die situation, a die heart, a, a, a situation where Unless you were prepared, it was the end. What did I have? When we come upon this tribulation that's about to hit us, which is the big famine, I want you to be prepared. I don't want you to be unprepared. And take it from me. If you have a family, any size of family at all, 100 gallons of water is nothing. It's a drop in the bucket. You're going to need, and I know this sounds harsh, But to get by the first little while, even the first month or two, a thousand gallons of water. Now, if you're in a place where water is easily accessible, then you might be making it. But I would suggest to you right now, immediately, to secure yourself three different levels of obtaining water. Number one, store water. Store water 
that you have put some chlorine bleach into, the right amount, it's about one or two drops per gallon. Don't quote me on that, look it up. The ratio is on the internet, easily accessible. But prepare yourselves many gallons of potable water that is going to resist contamination. It's sealed. Number two, you're not going to have enough water. You can never have enough water. Even if you had 10,000 gallons stored in a in a unit underground, the water is going to go rancid because standing water does not does not stay long. You have to have a constant flow. So the sealed water you're okay with, but you're going to have to have a second source. Number two, get yourself a straw, man. One of these straws where you can drink contaminated water, but it has filters in it. So you're not going to get the blunt of the contamination. Now, these things are not going to be 100% effective, but in a pinch, you need to go, you need to have yourself some kind of emergency drinkable water that's not just right there, the water that you see out of a puddle, because the water out of a puddle is going to give you a massive infection in your urinary and your bowels, your tracts, your intestines. You don't want something like that. Let me tell you what happened to me in Puerto Rico. In Puerto Rico, I ran out of water. And all we had is the contaminated water. And I drank some of that. I drank it because I was so thirsty. I didn't give it to my family. But you know what happened was immediate, immediate, horrible diarrhea. And I hate to say that on the air, but it's true. This was life-threatening because, as you know, the dehydration just multiplies from the diarrhea. Multiplies. I had to get rid of this thing fast and easy. And that was my fault because I, I drank the contaminated water. We ran out of the water. We had about 87 gallons stored away that left us in a matter of one week. We were out of water. It was a big family. I have a big family. And so in one week we were done. We were out of water. We were desperate. And so I drank the water. Now, luckily, this is something you need emergency decontamination pills or whatever you have. I had a solution called MMS, multi-miracle solution. You can look it up in the internet. It is true. This stuff works. I combined a two drop to two drop ratio of the MMS. And luckily for me, it worked. Now, MMS is a chemical compound, you mix sodium chloride with citric acid, and it makes a powerful, a powerful solution out of the chemical reaction that just destroys any bacteria that are invasive to your system. It works. I just had a bout of the stuff recently. Last night, actually, I ate some bad food that I left on the counter all day long. And a fool that I was, I just decided to eat it. Of course, I got massive diarrhea. And all night long, I had it. But of course, I woke up this morning, fixed myself a mixture of MMS. Again, I gave myself two to one drops. And 
I haven't had a bout of it all day. In fact, I felt all right. Am I 100% cured? No. Have I had another movement? Let's say, let's be graphic here. No, I haven't. Which, if I was in an end-of-the-world situation right now, people, I would not have lost liquid. Because the MMS has stopped everything from coming out of me. And it is killing the bacteria. I can feel it in there. I can feel it. This is what happened in Hurricane Maria. I took the MMS and it saved my life. But another thing you're going to need, you're going to need a third thing, which is an ability to boil water. Boil water. Because if you don't have fire, if you don't have heat source, if you don't have something to boil water in, boiling water will kill everything except poison. So unless the water is poisoned with, um, you know, something that's going to kill you, maybe it's got too much lead in it or whatever, snake poison, I don't know where you're going to get snake poison in your water. But the whole point is boiling water, you're, you're pretty much safe. Any water, any water, you'll, you'll be fine. So if you can get to a boiling spot and have enough of a fire, have enough of a heat source to boil, that's going to be it. You know what, people? A lot of people don't think about using natural resources like rain. Want to get paid for the items your kids have recently outgrown, but don't want the hassle of social marketplaces? Then take your kids' clothing, shoes, baby equipment, and toys to Once Upon a Child, where they'll pay you cash on the spot for everything they can accept. What are you waiting for? Gather up your kids' recently outgrown toys, equipment, and clothes that are in great condition and get paid cash today at Once Upon a Child. Once Upon a Child in Douglasville, off Chapel Hill Road, and in Noonan, off Bullsboro Road. AT&T Fiber presents a straightforward moment inspired by straightforward pricing. And now we just cube the pancetta as such. So what's on the menu tonight? This carbonara I found online is fire. You're going to love it, Mom. I hope you hold on to this AT&T Fiber, son. It's nice. Yeah, you should settle down now that you're a good gillionaire. Oh, I am. I finally found the one internet I've been looking for my whole life. So, no more one-year stands? No, nah, I'm done with all that. With AT&T Fiber, there's no price increase at 12 months. What about equipment fees? Nerp. Those were never any good for you. Exactly. But now, everything's completely straightforward. Well, in the spirit of being straightforward, I never liked any of your old ones. Me neither. Blah. Y'all never told me that. But we're being straightforward now, which feels good, yeah? Yeah. Now let's get straightforward about that girl he's been seeing. Straightforward is better. No equipment fees, no data caps, no price increase at 12 months. Live like a gagillionaire with AT&T Fiber. Limited availability in select areas. Visit att.com slash hypergig for details. You can easily build a catchment system for very little expense. All you need is rain gutters, you need pipes, PVC pipes, and you need something to store your water in. And that's it. A rain catchment system, like the one that people use in Hawaii, is an incredible source of new water that you can get. This thing is going to renew itself, especially if you're in an area that doesn't have any uh, much drought an area that at least rains quite often, you're going to be fine because the water's going to be coming and filling your catchment system. 
whether you have a thousand gallon catchment system or even a semi uh, temporary catchment system. I had one of these in Hawaii while I built my big one. I had two tanks, each 300 gallon container. So I had about 600 gallons. And you know what I had, even though I did run out from time to time, I still had plenty of water because it was a tropical zone where I lived in Hawaii. And so there was so much rain that my 300 gallon combination jugs were always filled. So you have to think of water. But this too is very important. You have to have a heat source. I barely talked about it, but in Puerto Rico, in Puerto Rico, you don't have a grocery store to go get some heat, whether it is timber or propane or whatever it is. In Puerto Rico, I had saved up a couple of propane tanks and I also had saved up some of those small propane tanks. Now, I wasn't prepared. I didn't have a barbecue pit or anything like that. I just had a small stove that I, that I had borrowed from a friend, one of those campfire stoves. And those only run on those small little propane tanks, those portable ones, not even the five-gallon ones. I'll tell you what, though. This source of fuel, because I had about six little baby tanks, these tanks are probably about half a liter big. They they saved our life. We were able to cook with that, using it sparingly, of course, for the entire time of our escape. Tiny flame, it brought water to a boil and it cooked the rice just fine. Everything I needed, which now I want to talk to you about actual food products. But remember, we are about to hit the big famine of the world where you're going to be more hungry than you've ever been before. Your family is going to be desperate. You're going to be desperate to feed them. Before you get to that dog-eat-dog situation where you become wild and you become a horrible person, let me suggest to you that you keep it civilized and prepare. So keep yourself with three different options for water. Keep yourself with options for fuel. And let me talk about wood. Wood goes quickly, especially if you're in a region of cold. My goodness, you put wood into the fire, it burns in a matter of an hour, it's gone, you need to put more. And this process keeps going on. I don't care if you have a mountain of wood, it's gonna run out quick. So you need a lot of wood and you need a lot of resource to get more wood, an ax, a whatever you, whatever you have. This is very important. Let me, let me go back and talk about the food because you're going to be hungry and that's the main thing. Your family can survive without light, although it's very depressing. Your family can survive with little heat as long as you're not in a zone that is freezing. If you are, you're going to have some problems at the end of the world. You're probably not going to survive in such a freezing situation unless you know survival skills and the freezing freezing. But other than that, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to those people that are in an area where they are going to survive because it's not below freezing. 
to those people I'm saying food wise you're going to be hungry and it's it's going to be something that you have to live with Puerto Rico yes I had my rations I had prepared about a thousand dollars worth of food storage mostly in cans and in rice not enough definitely not enough calories to sustain you for years on end but I had enough to sustain me and my family for about I'm going to say two months at most and that's at best the amount of storage I had was enough to keep each one of us barely alive meaning somewhere around 600 to 800 calories a day not comfortable not comfortable at all no but when it's a dog eat dog situation when it's the end of the world you have to think survival you don't have to think being full anymore and you're going to lose weight quickly and so what do we what do we store let me tell you rice is going to go bad within a year if you don't have that airtight and sealed i didn't good news was that it wasn't a horribly humid situation where I was in. The more humid you have it, the more the bugs will infest and the more your rice will go stale and rampant. And the worst part about it, let me tell you the worst part about rice right now so you understand, is the moths. You see, there's moth eggs already inside the rice. That's that's a fact of life moths have laid their eggs in there and if you leave your your rice exposed to air the moths are going to hatch eventually that's just what happens and so you have to stop this plague of moths by making sure that your rice is completely airtight sealed and perhaps even have something will definitely have oxygen absorbers wherever you have them sealed but also, new moths that are just flying around are going to be attracted to the smell. And let me tell you, plastic is not going to stop them. They're going to burrow right through the plastic and lay their freaking eggs. So you're going to have to keep these moths out of your rice. Rice is the best food that you possibly could find and beans. Why? Because they both puff up. They make such a quantity of food. The beans, they have iron in them. The beans have everything you need to sustain life. And the rice is going to fill you. It's going to give you calories. And the best thing to have with the rice and beans is a bucket of lard to give you even more calories. You dip this, you put it in the beans with the rice, and you've got yourself a lot of calories to survive on. That's what you need. Unfortunately, both of these things, the rice, the beans, the moths love them. So once again, be careful with your food storage because you are going to have things that animals want. Small animals. The other thing that I'm going to mention right now is make sure you have quick accessibles, meaning cans. Chef Boyardee's, this kind of thing. If you find them, I found them on sale the night before the hurricane and I bought myself a couple of car uh, shopping carts full of them. These are wonderful 
full of calorie meals. They have meat in their protein. They have, they have cholesterol. They have uh, everything you need. Carbohydrate. They are fantastic. My family, we needed to go. We needed to bail out of there. We ditched our house because the hurricane had made a landslide and the landslide had come through our yard. Half the mountain had had just vanished. You know, well, not vanished. It actually came as a form of a landslide, a mudslide. Uh, those are deadly people. And so we left our house buried in, in uh, probably three feet of mountain because the mud and the, and the dirt had come through. And so when we evacuated, when we left, when we said we we're going to need to leave this island, we're going to need to try everything we can to survive, it was a quick thing to grab and go. There were cans there. There's no way you can take the rice. There were cans there, Chef Boyardee. We grabbed one, two. We probably grabbed 12 cans for our whole family of Chef Boyardee. So you want to make disposable meals, quick grab, easy go meals. Nothing better than to have a few stock of cans, like I said. You throw them in a backpack, you throw them in your luggage, whatever you need, and you go, you can bail out, bug out of wherever you are. We had to bug out, and it worked. It worked fantastic. If it wasn't for cans, if it wasn't for cans, I don't know what would have happened. Now, I cannot stress enough the importance of food and especially water because my, my wife almost died. She was nursing our baby, and she hadn't drank anything for three days. Remember, I drank the water that was tainted. She didn't drink it. So she had gone almost three days without any water. By the time we got to the airport to try to escape, she was massively, massively dehydrated. That's why I can't stress enough to have some small bottles of water. These waters are only to be used in the emergency situation. Grab them, they're small enough to throw six, seven, ten of them in your backpack, and let's go. You see what I'm saying? Now, the prophets and apostles have been warning us for decades and more than a century now. You know, it's been more than a century. They've been warning us to have food storage. And what have we done? We, some of us, we've, we've packed pretty well. And some of us have decided, well, you know, it's been years. They don't talk about it anymore. They don't talk much about it. And I'm going to tell you this. It's not because it's not coming anymore. It's because, frankly, with the Lord's time the way it is, if you haven't prepared by now, it's too late because the human mind just doesn't work that way. The human mind needs years and years to prepare. But I'm telling you right now, there is time. I cannot stress enough to you. I cannot stress enough to you that just because they've stopped talking about it doesn't mean the need is not here. The need is here more than ever before. In fact, the need is eminent. And I can't explain all my sources to you. I can't explain all the information I have. All I can do is say, trust me. All I can say to you is say, you know what? 
you're going to thank me later, but put a bug out bag in your list of to-dos right now. Do it today. Do it tomorrow. You have a couple of years, three at best, but this is it, people. You need to prepare and you have time. You have time because you have many months still where you have a good paycheck coming. You have many months where you have a plan to go to. When the big crap hits the fan, it's going to be too late. So there's nothing more I can stress right now than to be prepared. And yes, there are many other things to be prepared. And I would talk about being prepared with having a little bit light, having et cetera, et cetera. But no, it's not time for that. It's just time to warn you, time to tell you that there is still time. How I know, how I know is just something that you have to understand, have to believe. Believe me, you have some time to prepare, very little time. We're not talking weeks here. We're not talking months. We're talking just very few years, very few. And when I say very few, I mean two or three. So please get out there today. When you hear my voice, go prepare. You need, how many years do you need if you're comfortable? To be comfortable, you need seven years. That's just the facts of life. The facts of life, if you don't have seven years, but most of us are not going to have seven years. You need some years of survival, some months of survival so that you can get into the apocalypse sense of mind where you're only eating three, four, five hundred calories a day at most. This consists of bugs and, and shrubs and grubs. And so this is the kind of thing you're eating now. Anything you can scavenge, anything that has a calorie in it, you're eating it. But that's later. You're not going to be into that mindset right away. You need to get into that mindset by having something prepared. Otherwise, you're just going to die. You're just going to die of starvation. You're just going to die. It's just too much of a shock to your system. There is still time. That's what I'm saying to you. Some of you, it's go time. It's panic time. No, there's still time to prepare. And so get preparing, people. It's time to be prepped. If you're prepped, you shall not fear. Warning, wake up sleepers, wake up woke generation. This is a fact check. Everything you're about to hear are facts, truths, and no exceptions. Everything you know, everything that you've been taught will be swept away. This is what they don't want you to know. 